Welcome to the Just Grow With A Podcast. I'm Elle Nielsen, a women's health and fitness coach, a lover of life and adventures, hustler, and one of the co-owners of Bolorama Bowls. Hey guys, I'm Scott Madden, the other co-owner of Bolorama Bowls. I'm a health and fitness coach, gym owner, and a full-time go-getter. Just Grow With It is a podcast where we chat all things business, mindset, and health, and give you an insight into our busy lives. So let's hope this podcast can inspire you in some way, shape, or form. But first, let's drop that intro. So welcome, it is Scott and Elle here. Um, <laughs> nice. All right, so it's Friday today and we are live in our living room. It's raining and it's just kind of a miserable day and we thought, what not better day to get a podcast kicked off. So we've tried this once before and um, what happened to the last We podcast? rambled for a very long time. Yeah, and we just got off track and then I think it was like 40 minutes in. And then I think we got busy and then we went meh. And I think we just scrapped. I think it's still sitting here. Maybe we drop it down the track we'll when it goes viral. Yeah. When, this, when this podcast when goes viral. viral. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we're here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's do a bit of a weekly recap. Scott, how has your week been? Yeah, it's been good. I'm kind of, I woke up on Monday and I thought it was Saturday and then that was oh a bit, Oh my God, I've been, that was a, a bit weird. I've been a day ahead all week actually. So continue, sorry. Laughing. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. Week's kind of been like Groundhog Day, like just kind of same, same deal. I've been trying to stay into uh, healthy habits and a bit of a routine. So every day's feeling the same at the moment. What about you? No, this week has been good. I feel like I am busy again, which I freaking love being busy. Um, I started my outdoor boot camps again, so that's been really good just to get a little bit of flow again. I've been doing my morning workouts for um, my home workout crew, but it's good to actually get a bit of a vibe back and uh, get the group together doing outdoor workouts. Yeah, I've been I've been solid on my sessions. So training for me um, in ISO, I've been exercising daily i do like a online live session every morning at 6 a.m um for our members but also keeps me in check um out of the time that we've been in iso so how long have been in iso for now well it started end of march so is that oh it's almost two months yeah so two months i reckon out of that two months i've missed probably about five sessions yeah you've five been sessions very good with your work and that was due i got like some stomach bug thought i had corona for a day Corona is not vomiting. What do you mean? <laughs> Dude, that was violent. Yeah, that was terrible. Eh? You I didn't even you... help me. I was crook as... I was that crook. I was trying not to help. She we didn't even help me. We toilet in this house. <laughs> kind of misses A. He doesn't even help your partner out. I thought he was getting up for a workout and I was like, oh, wow, it's at 6am already. Don't want his turn, turn years off, but I threw up that hard that for two days I had a headache. Dude, that was not well. Anyway, uh, let's not talk about Continue. that. Anyway, so that, that was it. And then um, had a meeting in Sydney and another meeting somewhere else. So um, they're the only reasons why I couldn't run my live sessions. But I'm feeling fit. I'm feeling healthy. Mm. But I'm ready for the gyms to reopen. Definitely, definitely ready for the gyms to reopen. Um, otherwise, this week we have been kind of doing more computer work for Bolarama. Um, we're in the works of opening up a new one in a bigger location. So for those that don't know what Bolarama is, Smoothie Bowl Store. So Elle and I oh, yeah. own a Smoothie Bowl Store. We've got two on the Central Coast and currently expanding at the moment. Yes. So we're just trying to get all of our systems and processes um, absolutely perfect. So yeah, this week we've just kind of been doing a lot of computer work and just getting on top of it. But um, yeah, my week has been good. We closed up. <laughs> we closed shop for how long did we close shop for? 
maybe six weeks. No, yeah, I think no. about six weeks. Yeah, six weeks. So yeah, when everything was a bit hectic, I feel like I don't know. I feel like everyone's kind of being a little bit more chill lately with all this coronavirus stuff. Everyone's being more chill, but then also, I guess, running your business, you've got to be a bit more onto everyone being chill because still yeah. there's rules in place and social, um, social distancing. distancing. So yes, keep that in mind if you're visiting our stores or any any stores on the Central Coast or wherever you live. Make sure you're keeping that 1.5 away. Yes, I can't wait until it's all normal again. But um, what's the, the bit? The newest thing we've got actually we've been working on is bringing coffee into our stores. So um, we've kind of been like a smoothie bowl bar, but we haven't been given coffee. So we're about to give the best of both worlds. What's not better than having a smoothie bowl and a coffee? Oh my god, that's the best combo. I'm already a coffee addict. I think I'll be having about ten a day. Eleanor, just we, for testing purposes. You we know, did our barista course. <laughs> we're getting a full qualified hectic barista, like But we, Eleanor, did our barista courses. Just and, for um, lungs. Yeah, just it was, it was fun. It was good. If you haven't done a Bristol course, do it. It's fine. Yes. A lot of coffee. Um, so, yeah, the coffee is coming. And we're also working on, like, superfood lattes as well. You know, we're try- always trying to be a bit of, like, an innovative brand. Um, so we have all the testing for our superfood lattes coming up. We've got, like, some purple ones, blue ones, pink ones. Um, so, yeah, that'll be that'll be nice to do. But otherwise, um, just getting, like, some toast as well, like sourdough. I've been eating so much sourdough lately. Yeah, actually. sourdough is the bomb. Every time I go to a cafe and I like it, I buy a loaf. Yeah, we're on the sourdough hard. Bowl of ramen needs sourdough. Yeah, I want to get like, I want to make it simple, but really, really good. Oh yeah, what is amazing is sourdough and then avocado. Mush up some avocado and Wait, put the... don't tell them my secret recipe. <laughs> Wait, should we deliver the secret recipe or not? No, it's secret. Oh, okay, I can't reason. tell you. I can't tell you. But it, it, you're going to have to come to our store to have it. Yeah, it's going to be good. I was just about to drop our secret ingredient. I know. I can't believe you. Um, so anyway, guys, we <laughs> are approaching our, well, almost um, one year of operating Ballarama. And wow, what a freaking massive year it's been. <laughs> it's been a huge year. And so Ellen and I have both been in business previously for X amount of years. I think I've maybe been in business for 10 years. Um, I also own a gym as well. But like this Bolarama thing, we've actually hit it like gone like a bullet gate with this thing, eh? Oh yeah, I think our vision has always been to be big. Like people like keep uh, keep asking us to open up more stores on the coast, but we've even got people asking us from other countries, which is crazy. Like yes, Costa Rica. Was, yeah, Costa Rica. <laughs> what's going on there? And then, I do love Costa Rica, so definitely would not be mad about that. <laughs> wait, there was a oh, um, New Zealand is another New Zealand, one. New yeah. Zealand for sure. I'd love to do a stint over, especially Queenstown. Oh, I love Queenstown. Um, but yeah, so we're kind of yes. like at the moment, like so we're what eleven months in, nearly coming up to a year, so. Um, half the reason we kind of started this podcast as well is just to kind of um, document our journey and what we learn and hopefully pass on some um, knowledge to you guys that are looking at starting out. You know, um, if you anything like myself or Elle, like you just need to listen to one podcast and that one thing that someone says in that podcast could be the drive for you to start up that uh, business or to mm. take up those habits or take up that routine. You know, it's, yeah. it's very powerful. So we've just decided to tap into it. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, we kind of want to be like really raw and honest with you guys because I think when uh, when I've thought of like starting businesses or franchises, which is what we are going into, like, I don't know, I feel like it's always felt like such a bigger thing that I've never going to accomplish kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I don't the know. The other thing is like, 
I, we always talk about, Ellen and I always talk about stuff as well. And, you know, I find it hard, say on Instagram, if I have something to say, I'm like, oh, what photo? I don't have any photos, you know? I don't really take many photos of myself. And like, if I've got something to say, I want to put it in the detailed caption. And being straight honest, I'm terrible at grammar. <laughs> I'm shitty ass You guys saw my story of Scott doing a spelling bee. I can't even time. spell definitely. It's great. I can't even spell definitely. No, my spelling's good. <laughs> and that is why he says spelling... he's always saying deaf because he my... doesn't know how to spell deaf. The other reason this podcast is you can be completely like me and, you know, be a terrible... Can't spell. Can't spell. You know how to talk. And I didn't even complete my HSC or any of that, and, you know, like, so don't let things hold you back. Everyone's good at something. Yeah. Well, anyway, we hope this podcast kind of um, will help you if you're planning to start a business or you just want to kind of level up in your business as well. So we're kind of hoping to provide some kind of basic but really good information that you guys can go and take forward Um, and always open to questions as well. So after we release this podcast, um, we want to try and be as interactive with our community as we can because we obviously want to answer all the questions that you guys have and so we can be as helpful as possible yes and just to um like to give you guys a bit of background yep yeah, i own a gym as well um got a bit of a some properties um business so we kind of we are we do have some experience in the field and business in itself and um ask yeah, me so what i own what do you what do you own a car a car, <laughs> a car? clothes i have clothes and i don't have any properties <laughs> Yeah, we've got two different roles in, in Bolarama. Like, I guess it's kind of, we kind of bounce off each other. So those that are listening yeah. as well, Ellen and I are in a relationship, so. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, it works. People that say that relationships and business don't mix. Oh, you know what I was thinking about this morning? Because Scott and I, we are in a really good routine where we go for a walk and get a coffee every morning. I only like walking for 30 minutes and she wants to do these, these hours and I'm like, nah. Gotta get your steps up, bruh. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to do an hour of just walking. Well, it's easy when you're by the beach. Half an hour, that's me done. Anyway. Um, well, I remember that when we go to this coffee shop that we absolutely love, like the owners are really nice. Um, and I remember one day he was like, just be careful that you guys don't spend too much time together because in his previous relationship, they were working together and then also spent a lot of time together. And he was like, just be careful because, you know, obviously they broke up. Um, but yeah, we're like... We're together every day, and even in isolation, we're just. <laughs> I think you need to do business with someone you know as well. Mm. It's, it's not. It's not always. Um, you know, there's pros and cons to everything, but yeah. if you do do business with someone that you know, make sure from the get go you kind of know each other's role, so that way it's not, you know, going back and forth where it's like I thought that was your role or you thought that was my role, mm. and like. I think at the start we had a few blurred lines because we weren't really we obviously didn't really know what roles were kind of included in the Bolarama thing, but now we've... We just naturally took initiative. Yeah. We just naturally took over. I'm the smarter over. one, so I've... Oh, right. <laughs> no. I'm the creative. <laughs> I'm the creative yeah. director. No, we have all of our different roles. But um, Elle's also, the boss lady. She's yeah, I'm the, I'm the favourite. Yeah, you are. I'm the favourite. If the girls are doing something wrong, he would just sit there and laugh, and I'm like, mm-mm. Go and do this. Yeah, that's why I'm the favourite. But they still love me. <laughs> no, we have a really good um, work culture, like community as well um, in our stores, which is something that we have kind of strived to achieve. Um, and even like keeping our Bolarama community um, healthy and active as well and keep interacting with them, that's been a very huge part of our business. So I think if you guys are ever 
starting a business or you currently own a business, I think community interaction is probably like one of the top priorities that you would need to do. And bring something different to the table. So like if you're going into business someone, you guys should be bringing something different both of you guys or three or four, however many people come in because you don't want to be the same person going into the same business because then mm. you're not really bringing, you're only bringing one thing other than two. So my yeah. kind of focus, I guess, in, in the business is more thinking, you know, creative. So more thinking of ways that we can grow the business um, through kind of marketing and things like that where Elle's really good with the managing side and the planning and the structure and the overall kind of, um systems of the business so but i think as we've um we've changed into more of a franchising model you've definitely taken the reins for that one you're very you're a very good businessman i'm not even that i'm not even a businessman i don't think i've ever worn no, a I've suit. Learned a lot of you yeah for those who don't know scott and i actually knew each other for four years we were working in the same place so obviously he owns the gym and i was running my personal training and my boot camp sessions out of the gym so we were friends for four years um, before we were in a relationship as well, which I think kind of makes our relationship quite unique because yes. I actually like you as a person as well and, and I know you very well. So I think that's definitely been a bonus for oh, us. Oh, that's so cute. Oh my God, so cute. Wow. <laughs> opening up. Stop. Yeah, I'm being vulnerable. <laughs> um, now I'm off topic. I mean, I just lost my Oh, she's lost love. in love. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Yeah, no, so where were we? I literally just... Oh, you fell in love and then... Stop! (laughs) Yeah, okay, so we are... um, So, yeah, basically our role. So, yeah, so more if we're working kind of together, I take a role and then she takes a role and then we naturally form this kind of unique little team. Mm -hmm. And then without kind of thinking, we just kind of do our roles then we check up on each other to see if that's been done. Um, Yeah. So when you're working with someone, I think um, it's important, obviously, because we live together, we can talk about stuff all the time. But even with the um, with our other franchise owners, we make regular kind of meetings and we're, we're talking, we basically talk every day just to see how the other store is doing um, and just to see what kind of cool creative ideas. We're very collaborative in the way that we operate our business. Like even we'll take ideas from um, our employees as well. So I think a really good thing in a business well, from personal experience, is to kind of like, yeah, be open to ideas and be open to change and innovative, well, innovating the way that you do things. So like if there's a better way to do yeah. something, be open to receiving that rather than being like, no, nah, it's not going to work. And We'll take an ego off. out of it. So just because yeah. you started the business, that doesn't mean that you know everything. So just mm. because you've come up with this idea, take the ego away to think that, well, just because of my idea, that doesn't mean that I know what styles to do or how to do it or what should happen next. That's yeah. where you need to bring someone on board that kind of knows all these areas. Yeah. Hence why when you go into business, let's say if you do fashion, you want to have someone that's um, you know in the industry already that has a network of people that are currently dealing with fashion and then someone that's got you know the actual idea. So you kind of merge the idea of what you want to create and then the person in the industry and then you kind of come together and that's how you get something started. Where yeah. it's a lot trickier when you kind of do this by yourself because you're kind of wearing all the hats, you know? you If you start in fashion, then you might be able to go, okay, well, I've got this idea, but now who do I talk to to actually get the idea 
onto the fabric and then how do I move from here to here? So it's a lot longer process. So mm. in saying we've only been been in business, well, this business for, for 11 months, but it's because we've both kind of had a bit of a network and understanding of our roles. Yes, and also kind of a, a basic understanding of how business really works. And a passion yeah. of the actual bowls itself and the research that we went and did prior to opening. So Yes, um, a research. A lot of bowls were consumed in our research yes. process. I've already had two today. Yes. I've already had yeah. two bowls today. <laughs> Just testing. We retest every day, make sure they're... They're perfect. Well, not every day, but every month, you reckon? Yeah, we kind of just go over the um, the quantities and stuff, make sure the consistency is right, the levels are right. I suppose, what's it, what does it take to run? What's it, what is it, let's, let's try to give them an understanding of kind of what is our day, like what's it take to kind of run this business? Like it's definitely not a business where you kind of, you got to think of like you wake up, work till three o'clock or whatever, and then switch off. It's literally, you're on 24-7. It does not stop. But you think differently. Like you don't think of it as a nine to five. You kind of think of just a day and night kind of cycle. It's like, okay, what can I get done today? If I can't get that done today, then I'll get it done tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I'm very much a list person. I always have a list going on. Um, Lists are good. I think there's always something to work on with your business. I don't ever think you should be complacent with a business. I think you should always like try and see how you can do something better or just regularly checking in with your... um, your employees as well but we also have a very like a strong um social media presence and online presence so we can always see that our bowls are kind of up to scratch and we always interact with our customers and make sure that they had a good experience and whatnot i think Um, that's a good point like if you're starting into business you've got to interact with your customers especially mm. well number one would be marketing if you're starting a business out right now oh know your audience yeah know your audience and if you're not good at marketing or social media you 100% need to hire someone because mm. it will definitely not work in 2020. No. I think as well, like, because I've been running my own social media for a little bit and working... Elle little, does all the socials, by the way, on Instagram. Working a little bit with um, with, different, with different brands. Um, it's kind of, yeah, naturally it's kind of given me a greater understanding of how social media works. Like, But if I didn't know, I would 100% outsource it to someone else that could do it better than me. But I feel like I've kind of... I've taken the time to understand the audience and also like just stuff that's going on in the market. Um, and I think it's definitely like, it's a good idea to gain um, like inspiration from other people, but definitely not good to copy at all. I, I can't stand people that copy, nah. but um, definitely get like- It's a compliment, but it's also like, yeah, but like, you could tell people that, hey, just do this different and you could be better. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like, like study Copy, your, but like put your twist onto it. Yeah, study the market, gain inspiration from other people that are doing it better than you and yeah, kind of build your brand but also work out your own style in that process. So like say for instance, obviously we're in the bowl industry so we all research bowl places that are not only in Australia but are super big in like Hawaii or Bali or America or something like that and see what they're doing over there. But if you kind of think about it, think, and then think outside the box again. So let's mm. say let's say Red Bull, for instance. So Red Bull is just an energy drink, but when you go onto their social channels, they've got, you know, extreme athletes, you know, motocross, downhill, skating, all that kind of stuff happening. And as a brand, they've become so big just because of their audience and the people that they have on their team. So 
Think about that as well. Think about becoming an actual brand. So you, let's relate it. I don't know why I keep relating it back to fashion, but let's say you have fashion. <laughs> then you need to, let, okay, let's go Gymshark. The reason why Gymshark, I've, I've got their clothes. Personally, I like them. I don't think they're of the greatest of quality. Um, I like their stuff, but the main reason I like them is because of the culture that they've formed in their brand. So mm. the people that got involved, that's what I love. Like that's, I wanna be a part of that. Yeah. And um, when you create a brand or um, a business, you've got to put that first, you know. Because yeah, people are buying more than an item. Yes, they are. They're buying into the culture to say, you know, I've got Gymshark wear, like I'm, I'm a part of this club, you know. It's the same yeah. as gym membership. You want to be part of the club. So think like that. And that's what we're trying to focus on with Bolarama. Like at the moment, we're kind of not too sure um, what – what kind of direction to take next because it, it hasn't really clicked for us yet but it's how do we bring all of our customers together like as yeah. a collaborative like how do we how do we make you guys feel more apart make your lives better like how do we get you guys more involved and that's what we're trying to trying to work out at the moment which yeah. um be more than just bowls be more than just bowls like the greatest thing that we do at the moment well, that we see is that people coming from Sydney and Blue Mountains and all kinds of places mm. just to come and get a bowl. And I guess I kind of feel, I want them to have the best experience. Like yeah. if someone comes from Sydney and gets a bowl or Blue Mountains, how far is the Blue Mountains? Like three, two hours, three hours? Say no two idea. or three hours, they come to get a bowl. I want to make sure that like, they're not only coming to get a bowl, they're coming out to like have this epic experience as well, um, yeah. not just for the bowl. And that's what, we don't know what that is yet, but we're trying to work that out um, as we want to make it big and um, we want to put 100% of our effort in. Yeah, 100%. But that's the kind of way, that's how we're thinking at the moment and the kind of direction we're, we're taking. Mm. And also, um, you touched on before about how, even if you're, you, you may be like a one-person business or a two-person business, and you're wearing all the hats, but it's like, in order to grow your business, I'm very big on the idea that you need to spend money to make money. So it's like spending money on outsourcing things that yes. you don't know how to do, you can't do, or you need help with. So I think that's one of the biggest things that we've learned in business this year, especially is to outsource. Like we have a really good um, solicitor as well that's now become like kind of like our mentor and almost business coach in And a when way. you think solicitor right now, and if you think of, of you, everyone thinks of money. Everyone goes, oh, I don't have the money to do that. But yeah. if you actually, you've got to think of, of these people that are coming on your team. They're also, you're building a relationship with these people, you know? Mm. It's kind of like your parents or someone and when you were younger and you were like, hey, mum, can I borrow 50 bucks and I'll pay you back? Yep, sweet. You, you go do whatever you got to do. Come back. You might have to do some chores and then... Wait, we're not borrowing money. <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to get to the point here with yeah. is that like... If they can see the bigger picture in your business and... Yeah, the long haul. The long haul. And then they might say, okay, well, look, it's going to be X amount, but I'm going to give you, you know, by the way that this is going, you know, you've got 30 days to repay this back or you've yeah. got X amount to repay this back. Like put yourselves in the deep end and then just kind of like go with it and make sure it works because... You know, if you need to repay someone, you're gonna you're gonna make it work regardless whether it comes down to going onto Facebook Marketplace and selling everything you own to pay that person <laughs> back. Which literally, um, with the gym, like with the gym that I own, I started with nothing, and mm. um, and we've grown. I've grown it fairly big over the last five years. 
but that was a perfect example of every bit of sand I still do every all the money I make just goes straight back into that place until I'm completely satisfied with it yeah which is never yeah it'll probably be <laughs> there's never. always something different going on yeah mm. but um you know it's I'm five years in and I'm still nowhere near putting money aside to spend on nice things and that you know but um, have you um have you outsourced anything um you've done a lot yourself I've done a lot myself just because I've I just was so into it and studied and, and just researched a lot of things. Uh, I'm that type of person that I'm very impatient. So if I need to learn something or if I need something, I'll aim to get it done now. Um, but with, with the gym, um, it's not, you don't really necessarily, because um, you know, someone from say New Zealand isn't gonna come to my gym or become a member. It's only like a small bubble. Like yeah. it might be a 20K radius or whatever. Oh yeah, I suppose you're very limited to yeah. the area that we live in as well. Yeah, so I don't exactly need to um, build all these relationships. Like I've got relationships in the industry with equipment and things like that, but that's mm. they're a lot easier to build, you know, where um, with a Bolarama and you're trying to go to um, other locations, you might have relationships with your protein, with your suppliers, with your um, barista suppliers, your coffee machines. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more that goes into that. Yeah, well, I suppose that then brings us on to the topic of not only outsourcing, but creating relationships with the people that you're working with. Yes, as well. yes. But one thing I, I well, I've kind of naturally been okay at social media and with ideas. So I was okay with my Instagram with, with the gym when I started. But if I was terrible at it, that's the first thing I'd be outsourcing. Mm, yeah. And don't create your own website, for God's sake. <laughs> people are creating their own websites at the moment and like, that's one thing you need to invest in oh, on the yeah. get-go is a website. A good website. You want a good landing page, for so sure. <laughs> if you go on a website and and it's terrible, you're not going to buy much from there, are you? But if you go on there and it looks amazing and all that, you know, so pay attention to that detail as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so who else do we have on our team for Bolarama so far? Like who, el- who else have we, we made sourced, relationships um, with? Um, HMA, Martin? Yeah. <laughs> Jared Martin. Yeah, um, I thought it was Marty for a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got a HR manager because obviously, like, you know, we've been in the fitness industry. We have probably no idea about uh, human resource management. Human resource management. Um, so we've outsourced one of those wonderful people. <laughs> um, we've also got, like, a team of builders now and architects. So- hey, Martin's base. what's, give them an idea of what Martin's role Oh, so he would basically do up all the employee contracts. Um, so whether it's casual-based or part-time, full-time, that's fine. Um, but also just a list of all the procedures that we would need in store as so well. So this is Ellen and I's first time in hospitality. And hiring people. We've never, I've never took, been behind a till in my life <laughs> until last year. Yes. And um, so... You're very good at it. Again... <laughs> you love the chat. It's quite a skill. And... <laughs> Again, that's the perfect example. A lot of things that hold people back are because they don't know. So like yeah. for us to go in and write up a, a handbook for employees and stuff like that, like there's no way. I would not mm. even know where to start. So that's someone that we outsource But that's also, you know what, like that's to do with legal stuff. We can throw ourselves in the deep end with creating recipes and whatnot because that's totally different. But um, yeah, for legal stuff, you definitely want to hire someone that knows their shit. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, otherwise we have yeah our architects and builders. Um, so basically now because we do want to go into a franchising model, um, we've 
we've paid this money to basically have a plan set up. So anyone who wants to buy a franchise, we literally say, okay, this is what it's going to look like. It's a turnkey solution. Yeah, turnkey solution. So we want to make it as easy as we can for uh, future franchisees. So we like would base it off a square model or a rectangular model for a... Um, and like why would we want to do... Why would we want to do a franchise with Bolaram? And probably people are thinking that as well. Like, why why do you want a franchise? Because we want to get our brand out there and get the message across and our vision from day dot, even before stepping into hospitality at all, was we're going to do this to create a movement in healthy eating and plant-based eating, but also to be bigger than just the Central Coast. It's like going on a road trip and you start the road trip well, this is how I start. We start, you go to Macca's and you get a coffee, but you don't want to get anything to eat from Macca's because you're like, I don't want that. But there's no other option. There's nowhere else to go. But imagine starting a road trip with a coffee and a bowl and you're like, let's go. And you feel good after eating all that fruit. Yes, it's it's amazing. (laughs) So it feels like you're eating ice cream too. We just want to give you guys a healthier option. And the reason why we franchise is because we want to attract people that are kind of don't know what they want to do but want to start a business, but are too scared to start a business, but can join a team that's mm. already has been a success so far that provides a key turnkey solution, but it's like your own business. Yeah. So it's kind of like the perfect setup and we want to bring more people into our team. So that way we can kind of all grow together and just be this big collaborative because at the end of the day, you just want to wake up and do something that you love and go to work with people that you love as well. Yes, definitely. You don't ever want to be stuck in a job that you hate. It's like right now in in this whole with this whole isolation stuff. Like everyone's kind of um, you know restricted with cash flow at the moment, but I personally haven't been happier. Like I feel great. Yeah, this is the most chilled we've ever been. That's for sure. Yeah, I think before. Um, before There's no way we would have been able to start a podcast. We were that busy. We we're running around like chooks cut off, like heads cut off. <laughs> We um yeah we're doing very long days. It's gonna actually it's gonna be very interesting to go back to um. I'm looking forward to it, definitely. But it It, just goes to show that like our drive comes from making the best product possible and trying to create the best kind of business possible. Yeah, passion, passion for sure. Passion and purpose. Passion and purpose. I hope these tips have kind of helped you guys. But yeah, definitely um definitely let us know, and we will maybe. Maybe we'll create an Instagram or some kind of area for our podcast that we can um, ask you guys what you want to know so we can kind of elaborate on that. But your conversation has led me into my next thing. So I thought we are going to wrap it up then. No, I want to talk about isolation. Let's go. So what is one thing that you have taken away, or maybe a couple of things, that you've taken away from isolation that when things go back to normal, you will continue to do? Wait, so, so... So what has I'll, isolation taught you, basically? What has isolation taught me? Mm. I don't know what it's really <laughs> taught me. <laughs> On the spot here. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I've kind of stuck to a routine since day one. So, mm. like, my routine has been go to bed, you know, kind of between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. Um, wake go to up. bed at 10 a.m.? At uh, 10 a.m., 11 a.m. <laughs> 10 p.m. 10 p.m. You're right. 10 p.m. Well, you can't spill it. Never can't talk. <laughs> 10, 10 p.m. and 11 p.m. Go to bed around then. Wake up at 5 a.m. Start my session at 6. Train till 6.30. Make a coffee and then kind of just 
figure out my plan of attack for the day. Whether we go for a walk, I'll wait till Elle's done her session and ready to roll. So yeah. we kind of start our day off from, let's say eight o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah. And then we kind of, I've just kind of, we've kind of just worked around till say 6 p.m. And whatever, it hasn't been like work, work, work the whole time, but it's just been planning and figuring things out. So mm. I guess nothing much has changed. Um, we've one, had a lot more chill time though. Yeah, we've definitely had a lot more chill time, like a lot more time to cook and stuff like that. Um, oh, that's been one. Of, that's actually been one of my favorite things, because we always get home like when we're working normal hours. We would always get home at different times. So sometimes I'd get home at like nine, and you get home at. I swear I was gonna, I was gonna turn like have some gills in me for the salmon that I was eating before we went into lockdown. <laughs> We'd literally just eat salmon and veg, salmon and veg, salmon because it was easy. Because we'd get home at yeah, like nine o'clock. Easy food, but yeah, so we. I, like, I always just say, oh, I just want to be able to cook a nice dinner and enjoy it together. So that's one thing that I've absolutely loved about isolation is being able to cook dinner, eat it at the same time, and actually have a normal... Cook dinner and eat at the same time? Yeah, but like together. Eat oh, at the same yeah. time together. Yes. I miss eating dinner with you, babe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, she's falling in love again. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's going to be one thing that I will miss is having dinner together. Um, but... Also, I remember like when I was working normally, I'd always feel guilty if I like sat on the couch because I'd always have like 50,000 things to do. But actually like, yeah, it's been nice. Just being actually, able to sit down now that you say like, that, nice. the biggest, yeah, I guess the biggest takeaway is to work smart and not hard. Like this mm. whole, like, I guess people listen to Gary Vee and stuff like that. Like I, I like him. I listen to him as well. But I'm against how he's like, just hustle, man. Like, you know, like. He's, Gary V looks pretty weathered. <laughs> Sorry, right, he's been hustling too hard. Like it's not mm-hmm. about hustling hard. Like I like some of the stuff he says. It's very real, but it's good. Other things, I'm just like, well, you need to pipe down a little bit, Chachi. Yeah, and you got to think as well. Us being Australians and him being, you know, in New York, like very different. Oh, very different lifestyles. Mm. Yeah, but 100%. even just Aussies are different. Like yeah, we're not like so full throttle. We are, you and I are pretty full throttle, but also, like, I think it's important, you know. We know how to have balance. We have little weekends away. Yeah, Actually, we I'm definitely. Dying for the camping grounds to be open, so. Work, work smart and not hard. Mm. Amen, sister. Amen. Um, and have you learned anything about me in isolation? Um, anything about Here's you is <laughs> um, something about L. All right, something about. Oh, no, I reckon. That's good. Oh, you've been good. You've been a good little chef. You've been good. A yeah, bit, pretty I'm messy. Really, like yeah, I end up cleaning up after all the time, but you know, that's all good. <laughs> no, I'm you part. Of, I'm part bloody um, housemate. I've got a lot of work on my plate. Huh? <laughs> part time liar. Oh. Nah, you get messy like me sometimes. Yeah. What about you? What do you learn about me? Mmm. That you like the PlayStation lots. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, what else have I learnt? Hmm. That, oh, I did learn. Actually, I will give you this. One, yeah. that you can be a good cook if you want to cook, yeah. which you don't that much, but that's okay. Um, and then the other one is sometimes you don't know how to clean. What do you mean sometimes? Well, I sometimes, clean up your like, after your time. You probably do it like once a month. Um, but yeah, I was actually very impressed with your cleaning abilities. I don't know about you guys, but any guys that are out here listening, so if your partner, when they clean something, they like to make a statement of it, yeah? They like to go, oh, I clean this, but 
I just get about my day and clean <laughs> things as I go without telling. I don't need to no, tell you know no why one. I don't notice. I don't need to tell no one. I just clean it. Job, Harry. No, I'll clean <laughs> half like the things. Will be done. Half the dishwasher will be done. I'll dust things and I'll be like, oh, you, I don't need to tell her that. You? Yeah. Well, I can tell you right now that the house is going back as we dusted. No, I'm going to take it. <laughs> All right, time to wrap up this conversation. <laughs> well, anyway, guys. Um, I'm about to take her on a tour to show her all the jobs okay. that I've done. We've got to go. It's very. <laughs> We're running out of time. We've got to go. All right, now let's, let's wrap it up. All right, legends. Thanks for tuning into our first podcast, guys. Um, yes, let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about. And we'll Hope you learned some. something from it. But yeah, this one obviously being our first one, just get it out there and um, see what happens with it. Yeah, sweet. All right, legends. Peace out. Bye.